Hello, welcome back to the podcast. We took a small little break called a hiatus called We Had Life. Yeah, we had a lot going on. And actually, Sean and I even saw each other since we talked to you last twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still haven't recorded until now. We've done a lot. Well, okay, so I guess we should start from the very beginning, full sound and music status right now. As in, since the last episode, it was what wedding week for you. You got married. Yep. So me and Kaylee came to visit you then, and we did the wedding shenanigans, which was so lovely. So I guess let's start there and discuss that first, right? Yeah, it was magical. The perfect wedding day. See my wedding vlog on YouTube for Sean and myself and all the people. I still have to do the Sean Rolfson cut of the wedding day. But um, yeah. it was very, very special. Everything I could have asked for. So we all went out to like the Huntington Beach OC area, Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. Um, no, like the wedding the night before was fun because I got because I flew in early compared to Kaylee. So I got to harass you mm-hmm. and like your wedding suite and stuff before your wedding, like after your rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. And then on the wedding day itself, Kaylee's flight kept on getting delayed. So it was just me. And so I just hung out with you as you all got ready. Yeah. Um, it was super fun. It was, so, it, was, it was so pleasant. You got all that footage for me, which I really appreciate. Oh, yeah. No, I felt so, I always, the whole time I felt weird because I was filming and taking photos of everything. I hate my hair. Okay, I got, I don't like it right now. Um, I was filming and taking photos of everything. And then your friend from Valley West, she was taking videos as well because she was like in charge of your Instagram for the day. Mm-hmm. And then there were like the legit photographers. And I was like, I'm taking photos. You're taking photos. I'm showing the photos I'm taking. And everyone's like, that's great. We should post that. I'm like, I don't want to take your job. I'm just <laughs> like, whatever. Um, yeah, so, I, so that happened. Yeah. Um, so everyone can just watch the vlog video to see like the actual stuff that really explains it well. But the weather was perfect. Oh, it was gorgeous. It's a 40 minute video. So if you guys want to go watch it, be my guest. Um, yeah. I feel like wonderful. it's already been forever ago. <laughs> Is that That's weird? The thing. I know. It's like, oh yeah, there was a wedding in there. And then... Two weeks later, Sean and I just what I, I literally was working on editing as we're getting on the Zoom call. So this video will be up soon. Uh, you might already be up by the time you hear this podcast. I'm not sure when this is going up. Probably Monday. I'm going to go back to our Mondays. Um, but Sean and I just did a gala together. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. <laughs> and between that, I had another wedding as well. So I've been in Columbus or at work really <laughs> that much the past two weeks. Because it was your wedding weekend, I was then for a three-day week of work, then it was my friend's wedding weekend in Cabo as the best man, then I returned back online. So then it was a, another three-day work week, because I went Tuesday through Thursday, because I left on Friday to meet you again, only in Mobile, California, uh, more, Mobile, California, Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. It's been a minute. I haven't That's been okay. here for a while. Yeah, and I'm we drinking, just, I'm sorry. We just, fi- we just fixed Sean's mic. So now it should sound better. <laughs> I always have mic issues. It's okay. Um, but yeah, our gala was awesome. We did great. I was so proud of us. Um, our potatoes were great until the finale. <laughs> yeah, but I feel, okay, so let's go back. Let's talk about this weekend from the beginning. Cause I feel like we need to talk about the dumpster fire to the recycling bin to like, whatever it was and then show yeah so sean flew i flew in thursday night sean flew in friday morning i did a little tv spot friday morning i will include that in the vlog that's part of the vlog of this weekend Mm -hmm. um and can we just say on that fly-in because i'm an idiot i did not (laughs) know what time zone i was flying into so between my layover because I'm in Columbus, so everything is a layover airplane. I'm trying to keep, because Katie is going to pick my ass up from the airport because it's thoughtful and I don't have to Uber. And so literally I'm flying in and I'm at my connection, texting Katie like, oh, I got her my connection. Everything's great. I'm boarding. We're all on time. And then I'm sitting in the airplane for like a few, for a, a little bit, like 20, 30 minutes before we like actually take off because we're like waiting in line to take off. So I text Katie before I take off. Oh, we left 30 minutes late. I, I'm supposed to land at noon. I'm going to land at 
1230, thinking Mobile, Alabama is the same time zone as Columbus. Where was I? CTL? Where? CTL. Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> and I literally thought it was East Coast because Mobile, Alabama is like literally right below Columbus almost on the map. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the air. I am using my little free Wi-Fi and I'm like, oh, my my time zone hasn't swapped over on my, uh, my, my phone yet. That's odd. And as we're about to land, I had to Google, because I was like, something's wrong on my phone, what time zone Mobile's in? And it said Central. And then I landed 10 minutes early. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm planning on Sean being there at 1230. And I finished my little interview at like 11:20 so I head back to my parents house and I'm like oh I have an hour and then in I walk in the door and Sean's like I've landed I'm like oh you're early <laughs> it's just was I did admit though in that text I'm an idiot and don't know what time zone I'm in and I apologize but this is what happens when you cheat on a geography test in seventh grade <laughs> off of Jessica Wong you don't know that Mobile, Alabama is not, not at all the East Coast. But Florida is, and it's next to it, or at least some of Florida is, but. Yeah, because literally when when me and Kaylee came to Mobile like five years ago, people on our plane were flying into Mobile, Alabama to drive to Pensacola, Florida for like a beach weekend, that exact thing. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, Mobile, Alabama, Florida's right there obviously we're close to the east coast ocean yeah because florida is actually pensacola is still actually in central really Mm -hmm. that state is that state would be split in half of time zones Mm -hmm. yep because when we go to pensacola the time doesn't change interesting Mm -hmm. i mean that's like we're east coast in columbus but then like right above us in like chicago is now central Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Hmm. I'm an idiot. In other words, I'm an idiot. And literally, I ruined Katie's plans. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just was like, all right, I'm going to pick Sean up now. So I go and pick him up. We actually had an eternity of rehearsal time for this gala because we don't usually have this much time as we've learned in the past with the two of us. But we had a tech day, a dress rehearsal day, and then the show. So that was nice. We yeah. kind of got all of our jitters and kinks out on the first day because the first the first rehearsal was not so not so cute no friday was a little because we went airport to lunch Uh while i'm on the phone with our union attorney as well Mm -hmm. lunch was lovely that pizza place we need to go back yes um we were able to take warm-up class like the 45 minute hour warm-up class on stage yeah which thank god here's the deal i had I've learned four ballets and performed a whole different rep between August and now. Yeah. So my re- my review of what we were doing for the gala was literally reviewing our filmed that you all saw on the vlog. Yeah. Our filmed rehearsal day on the airplane. And I had only gotten on the airplane um to one of the ballets <laughs> out of the two excerpts we were doing. So I knew one. And the other one, I knew an outline. We get there and <laughs> she just, yeah, we had to relearn. That's okay. That's okay. That's we what had to... Friday, well, I knew Friday was going to be a relearn day. Yep. And um, yeah, midsummer, the first, we did Midsummer as we've now learned. The first run of Midsummer was complete trash. I think I fell out of every promenade. <laughs> it was just Dumpster. so bad. <laughs> fire i i was like i'm not even doing a tondu at this point dumpster fire yeah we started rating our rehearsal and performances based on the trash system so dumpster fire trash recycle (laughs) compost recycle we could do either or there's a little higher quality there yeah no that was that was our thing but it was like everyone was just so nice though even though like friday i was like this is gonna go even though I, we lit people watched that friday tech where we tried to run it <laughs> the, out of nowhere out of like warm-up class tech spacing after like they were spacing big group stuff we had a lot of time and we we're like well we'll just run it because i we remember this one i was like <laughs> 
<laughs> but but like I said, it was above what I was expecting because I was expecting us to like just physically not do one step and walk. And you're and then you're we're all of a sudden Katie's on her tippy toes. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and then and then we were like, all right, well, that was terrible. So they had a five minute break and we were like, hi, this potter does like six minutes. Can we run it one more time? And it was much better. So then we got the thing of run it once and then run it twice. And the second time is way better than the first time. And then we got to the other ballet, who cares? And I don't think we got to this. I didn't get to the solo that day. I think Mm-mm, we just not that day. ran the pot And it was fine. And <laughs> But in the meantime, in between. Was it? Was it? Was it fine? <laughs> Did I remember everything? No. Sean, Sean had some blank out moments. And we just kind of made it up as we went along. But in between Midsummer. And who cares? Or maybe even before Midsummer, which will be included on the vlog, Sean and I took a trip to the green room where the costumes are. And I had brought a who cares costume that was cute. It was fine. But we <laughs> we walked by this rack of stunning, like, 20s flapper, gorgeous dresses. <laughs> Sean, maybe you should take over from here. It was just, okay, so... We came prepared with our, well, I didn't come prepared. We had, I was like, I don't have a who cares. I was going to, we had to go buy mine. Cause I was like, I'm not, I don't have room to pack a white shirt, vest and black pants. I was like, I'm going to buy it at Target and then donate it to the place. <laughs> we had to go to Target. What here nor there. But, but that's like, the okay, next so, so we literally, as the instigator I am, we were set to do our little thing. Like, what did, what did that one person on the live say about what guesting's like? Someone's like, what's guesting like? And they're like, guesting is guessing. Yeah. And that's literally what it, so we come prepared. So like we brought our midsummer costumes. I rented them from PNB. Lovely. The who cares? Like you can't really, no one really has who cares costumes anymore because they're all so old and broken. Like you, you brought a little thing that would have been fine. Yeah. Until we walked by that rack and saw what everyone else was wearing for the other excerpts. And I was like, Hey, Katie, you should try one on. Yeah, she try an extra like, one on. Just try and an extra. Like, I, she's like, I don't know if there's extras. And the lady's like, oh, that whole ch- side of it's not being used. And I go, try it on. Just try it on. Because <laughs> it was shiny and pretty. And I was like, an instigator. Because Katya Garza, the amazing director of Mobile Ballet, had choreographed the whole show based around what Sean and I were going to do. So the whole finale was this sort of swing, who cares-ish it's not the actual choreography, but like it was a whole like swing New Yorky kind of fun piece. So they're, and they're all wearing, yeah, they're all wearing these gorgeous costumes. And I brought my little like pink thing, which is cute. It'd been cute by itself, but it did not compare. And so it was just sort of like, try one on. So I try one on and these things are so old. They had rented them from Orlando Ballet that the zippers were all separating like when you zip something and then it just immediately comes undone. So I tried on like three of these dresses and every single one of the zippers was like busted. So I like literally but broke three But each zipper dresses. got worse though. Yeah. Each zipper got worse. We literally, the first one I zipped you up and then it went. Yep. But then I could, uh, I could unzip it at least. I could work it down. But then the next one pliered you out. <laughs> because... It went up and it was and separated, but then we I couldn't slide it back down, and it was like three. I was laying on the floor laughing, <laughs> and Katie's I'm like, oh god, and Katie's just standing. She says, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to make extra. Like, no, this is fine. It's happening to everyone, whatever. And then it was like, do we have this? Do we have this? And then someone's like, should we get pliers? <laughs> <laughs> they got pliers. They got me out of the dress. These are not, these were not made to dance in. They were no. putting these little invisible zippers. And then finally someone was like, well, do you want us to like sew some hooks in them? We sewed some hooks in some of the other girls because this was happening to them as well. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they did, sewed but. hooks in them. Yeah. Cause the pink one that we found fit perfectly. This, the zipper was separating. So they sewed the hooks in and that made all the difference. So I got to wear one of the beautiful dresses. See the vlog. To see what it looks like <laughs> it really did look perfect as well one it looked like the proper who cares outfit in general yeah and two it it just we also got thrown into the finale yeah so like yeah. it only made sense 
Yeah. If you're in the finale, you want to match everybody else. Like you want to look like them. Like they, it was like they did an opening piece and then we did a pot of it. And then, then one of the boys did a solo and then they did another piece. And then I did a solo. So it was like a whole – it was a piece as a whole. So we didn't want to look like we didn't belong. So, yeah. But yeah, good. that was – I'm. I caused a ruckus, so I brought bribery coffee in the next morning. Yeah, the next morning, <laughs> Sean – was like, let's bring coffee. I was like, that's probably smart. So we get coffee. We also made our target run because Sean had to buy a costume. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you but literally we got- had to get other things at Target as well. Per that's usual, cool. I left with almost a hundred dollars worth of Target purchases. <laughs> of course, because you can't go into Target without buying eighteen different things. Like you can't. So you got a f- sweater. <laughs> I got snacks. The theater was so cold. And I've always known that this theater is cold. It's been cold my whole life. But it was exceptionally cold this time. And this was the same theater I did Nutcracker at this past year with Aladson, the second Cavalier I did things with. And it's never this cold, but it was like bone chilling cold. So I was like, well, we're here. I'm going to get a sweater and some fleece pants and all the things. So I did. And Sean got a Who Cares costume. <laughs> yeah. I went and got a pair of pants that were three sizes too big. It was perfect. Um snacks and then face wash and like makeup like we we had to we got things we got things it's um, good and then we got there and we did our our dress rehearsal which was better than the first day still a little wonky and i finally ran the solo i had not run that solo probably in since How the first years? time i learned like let's see i was 21 probably in 12 years Maybe 12 or 13 years. I had never actually run it because right after our wedding, Chris and I, it's like between the the building, the house, the school, Giselle, the wedding, the, the wedding was last. We both got very, very ill. Like I still have a sinus infection. I'm still on Mucinex right now. Um, couldn't breathe throughout the whole weekend. So I couldn't, I, like, I couldn't, I didn't have time to rehearse these things and I couldn't get through the solo because of the sinus infection. So... We get there and Saturday, I'm like, well, I got to run this at some point. I have not gone all the way through it in 12 years. So I did. It was fine. And yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Okay. So I'm also one of these people that like, if it's a really hard solo like this, sometimes I'll just wait till the last second and bang it out and it's fine. To her um, truth about that, when we danced at the Kennedy Center in 2016, mm-hmm. um, the night of Catherine Morgan, me and Katie have been rehearsing <clears throat> R&J and Don Q for a month and a half. Yeah. And then you had rehearsed with Jesse and stuff, your other things. I had no clue she was doing anything else because I never saw her rehearse the other three solos. I never saw her rehearse the Turning Girl solo. I never saw her rehearse that Red Shoes solo. I never saw her rehearse that other thing that Jesse sang for or something mm-hmm. until we were in the Kennedy Center for our tech days. Yeah. Because when we did the in-costume run at like ABT Studios, you still didn't do, I didn't see you do them there either. Oh, I thought I did them there. Maybe, I don't know. I don't remember, I literally only remember seeing everything in the Kennedy Center. I never ran the whole show without stopping until we got there because for me, if it's a solo, I know I can, I trust myself enough to figure it out. Like if it's a potata, I will run it with you until as long as we can so that we're on the same page. If it's just me by myself, I know I can wing it. I know I can fix things. Um, if I'm hurting or if I'm tired or if I'm sick, I mean, it's always a good idea to run stuff like sugar plum. I will run till the cows come home, but like, who cares? I was so ill. I was just like, all right, it's going to be what it's going to be. And it turned out to be quite good. Yeah. Because you were just relaxed. Well, and There's then no the, be- <laughs> the best and the part. Ice rink, and the ice rink. You had to be like, chill. Yeah. You have to, when it's that slippery, you kind of just have to rethink a little bit. And so I knew I was going to have to rethink anyway. The best part, though, love them to death. <laughs> Plain Hoven and Katie Catherine Williams from ABT are there. They're both soloists. Um, Blaine and I grew up together. That's why Blaine was there and he brought Catherine. They did White Swan and a Contemporary Potata. They were so cute because it's just the two different mentalities of the classical companies and the balancing companies. They were like, oh, you know, we've only been, you know, we've only had about two weeks of rehearsal. And Sean and I, <laughs> Sean and I were like, we had like three days. 
<laughs> like it's just and and the, she was two like, months hey, ago three days two months two months ago. ago and she's like wait you you've never run this solo since you last did it i was like nope <laughs> She's like, I don't know if I can do that. I was like, that's how I roll. It's a city ballet way. Just get out there, bang it out. It'll be fine. Like literally. Yeah. When Blaine said, because oh I said, oh, I guess it's, it's really nice. You guys are in the same area right before you guys do this. And he's like, well, that's when he was like, oh yeah, well, you know, well, you only had, it was literally like a, that's barely any time tone. To it's, the response. it's just and I was the just, ABT way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I literally replied back and go, that sounds like a luxury. <laughs> well, and I think too, because especially with ABT, they have their big Met season. They start their full lengths early in like October for yeah. June. And for us, if we had three days, it was a long time. It's just that it's just the different way the company runs. And so oftentimes the city ballet balancing mm -hmm. people will feel over rehearsed. Like, I remember if we did rehearse something forever and ever, like by the time I did Sugar Plum, I was like, oh my gosh, two months, I'm done. Like, it's just, it's, we often feel over rehearsed. Whereas if you are the other way, you feel under rehearsed. But I just found that very interesting. Well, speaking of over rehearsed, under rehearsed days and everything. So we just got like Nutcracker rehearsal casting up today. And, oh. and so last year I did, I, I did Nutcracker Prince after four days like the week before shows. So I had the four and a half days to learn Prince rehearsal with my partner and do a run through and then do opening weekend. Yeah. And I it went fine, whatever. This year, my name's up right away in the casting, but I have a new partner who's, it will be her first time doing Clara. And I'm like, and with Tori again, and yeah. as I called it, that was going to happen. I was like, hey, yeah. Tori, this is going to be so weird and so nice to have a whole three and a half weeks of rehearsal for this this time around I don't know what it's like not doing Nutcracker Prince not four days right <laughs> like maybe I won't be so tired <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and it's one of those things like you have to find your sweet spot like for me for Aurora we started in October for February and it was just endless and I at a certain point you're like it's not getting any better I just need to do it like I just yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. so then we did that day and then Sean came over to the house and met my puppies I did Family dinner was fun. Yeah. The pups are sweet. It was nice to see them finally. I feel like I've, I feel like I've been around and been there, but I that was the first time seeing your parents' house or anything. I know, and it's inevitable no. that at every one of our shows, either your parents will be there or my parents will be there. It's very sweet. Yeah, we always have very someone, sweet. but yeah. it was fun. It was a fun. And then of course, like they were harassing me because I didn't know the time zone. I'm like, sorry guys, I didn't know. And then. <laughs> Your mom called you out on talking shit about me when about pairing your phone to the oh, car, yeah. and she and she was like, no, "Sean, she's not gonna like this." But like, I, we were trying to pair a phone, and I said, "Like, well, Sean can probably do this." And your reply back was, "He doesn't even know what time zone he's in right now. <laughs> you think he can pair the phone to the car? Yeah, I, I can pair a phone to the car. That has nothing to do with geography. <laughs> that is buttons and reading directions." And for the record, we still couldn't figure out it was it would not connect. I don't know why it would not connect, but uh, um and then uh yeah, we had show day. We went live on Instagram if anybody saw that. We did. It's it great. was fun. It was very it was just like a peaceful, fun situation. It was a good and, vibe. And midsummer was probably the best we've done it as a whole. And the the solo was great this is what i do i just bang it out on the day and it's great <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> so who cares pop was so fun mm -hmm. i did not blank out nope and it was what i right before we went on i said date night we were like nice and chill nice and chill yeah it's like we're on date night it was very fun in flirtation because i was trying to cover up anything from the waist down that was going to be faulty <laughs> totally yeah because we had another blank out moment in, re in dress rehearsal so but yeah but it was old teacher she was oh yeah so helpful and I'm so I got videos of her talking to you privately and then correcting both of us and I am so great I'm like no one that's the one thing that when you guessed it's like everyone's like doesn't want to like say anything to you or like correct yeah. you yeah and I'm like no tell me what you see from the front because I have no clue right when you do these galas oftentimes as as guest stars they treat you like royalty, which is amazing. And they did. They treat us like royalty. Shout out to every single person at Mobile Ballet for putting up with me and Sean. But oh. 
They like, were so sweet. They were amazing. They're always amazing. I love, that's why I love going back there. I mean, I know I'm hometown girl, but that's why I love going back there. And so what happens is on these galas, whether it's hometown or not, you're often like left alone because, oh, they're the stars. They're the pros, you know, leave them, like don't say it, say it's beautiful and don't give them corrections. Well, my teacher who I had since I was maybe 10 is in Alabama and she was like, I'm going to watch and give you notes. Cause she did, she, if anybody watched Vlogmas, they watched me work with her on Vlogmas when I was there, Miss Sydney. And she was like, no, I'm going to give you notes. Cause that's how she is. She's like, I'm not going to let you just go up there if something's wrong. So even she comes up to me, she's like, so what's up with your right foot? Not pointing like your left. And I was like, valid. Totally valid. Thank you. She's like, you're not going to be happy with your line if I don't tell you. <laughs> she had like a whole page of notes for us and it was amazing. It was I so helpful. It. Yeah. Because then she was like, Sean, you have a dead hand happening here. I'm like, yes, I thank you for letting me know because I'm so focused on Katie because the potata is like, the, the girl can't help herself. And I know yeah. it's like, the boy doesn't look like he does much, which is true. But the little bit that I have to do is a lot. And I'm trying not to be tense. And she's like, it just kind of, I'm like, thank you. She's like, just shape it. Just a look. And then breathe with her, like interact. Don't show us your focusing and stressing out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, you know, like actually do ballet. Yeah. Match Perform. her line. It, but it was so helpful. And I really think it made a difference. Did you get those videos I sent you, Katya, filmed from the wings? I did. Okay. I wish I'm not gonna lie. I wish it was on the other side. I know it's not a good <laughs> just because that's the that's the one angle. I'm like you can see me squatting for everything. I'm like if it's the other side, it would have been. Which I think one of the little girls was filming on that side. Okay. Um, so I mean, sure it will have just, the like, actual film of the show too. I need to ask yeah. about that. But um. but uh, no, it was, it was lovely. It was very fun. It, I'm very content. Yeah. I'm content with what we have, what we did. Everyone's happy with it. And the reception was really nice afterwards. It was so sweet. Yeah, there was a lovely was little a really like nice... 35th anniversary. So because it was the 35th anniversary of the school. That was the whole deal. So you said little, but that reception was like, oh, it's huge. Detailed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had literally I walked into this like the like banquet hall room, whatever kind of mm-hmm. conference gathering room. And they literally had set pieces and costumes on stands of like every story big ballet they've done around the room yeah like fully like photo come looking for like it was huge center floral pieces yeah. around like the food and like yeah. the wine and drinks it was i did not realize how big of a to-do this was until we got there and i saw that we had to put you in a different costume that's when i realized i go oh and when i realized yeah. she made both acts around the ballet excerpts we were doing and i was like yeah. oh they yeah. like did this for us yeah so it was a big deal it was awesome but we have because we're a podcast of stories we didn't tell the finale story (laughs) so this is how we did so shot a slow clap worthy (laughs) event (laughs) knowing us it was too good to be true midsummer great who cares great solo great we get to the finale. We're so so sure of ourselves, and this is one of those things where, in a gala situation, like all the stars come on in the gala, and you get your little couple of eights, and then you leave, and it's like a mishmash of all the people dancing. We're so sure of ourselves. We start counting our four eights that we know are there, and we go on stage, and we're four eights early, <laughs> just like so bad, and then we're stuck because you can't rewind. So what did you say? You were like, come with me, come with me. <laughs> I said, come to the back of the stage with me because we, and so it's like, so she rigged up that finale dance. Like each, there was like different groups of core girls doing small little sections. Yeah. And I'm sorry, half that music sounds the same anyways. It's the same drum rhythm yeah. of swing, swing. And um, so but yeah, what I, we thought was the right group to start counting our four eights in was not so when I start to pull her out in a big motion on stage all of a sudden I hear Katie go oh no this isn't right this isn't right <laughs> and I see that girl's about to enter so I say come to the back stage with me so I pull you back to the back and other a whole another group of girls comes out in front of us you do some swishy thing I don't I was like what are we what's do we are we do we dance do we stand I don't know you I just you do like some there. turn thing <laughs> before just... the B plus 
I stood there. I did a little like ballroom turn. I looked at all the girls. We were like, we, you know, we smiled. We looked like we were supposed to be there. And then we did our little finale and went off. And apparently it was fine. My mother was like, yep, just sell it, girl. Sell it, sell it, sell it. She knew we were wrong. But what are you going to do? in a gala though for the finale yeah no one really cares at that point anyway it's just like fun and happy and it's not a big deal but i felt but of course when i run off i yell wide-eyed and (laughs) like jaw to the ground in shock because i'm the true guest you can't be like never asked back you're Catherine morgan from mobile alabama you have to be asked back i can be banned and never ask back so i run off dropped mouth wide-eyed saying oh okay all the bleeps oh holy we messed up so bad i'm getting banned and never asked back to the point that it was loud enough that someone heard me one of this i don't know where i don't know where they were at but they called me out at the reception that they heard me curse running off kaylin was dying because i ran off (laughs) I was saying it to her because she was in the wing ready for her little entrance. Uh-huh. And I was just like, this is... And then, yeah, that, that man called me out at reception. Oh, yeah, I heard you curse. And you ran out. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. But you know what? It's okay because we sold it. That's what you do. You can't, like, backtrack. So we had to commit. We couldn't just, like, oops, and then leave the stage. That would have looked worse. So we committed. We committed, but it was an awesome weekend. Mm-hmm. We had a blast. And I texted Sean this morning. I was like, hi, I missed you. When can we dance again? <laughs> I literally replied back, well, when are, when's the option? I don't know. Just tell me when and I'll request the days off. So yeah, but we had a blast. Find a job for us. Yep. Yeah, it was really fun. Was yeah, if anybody fun. wants to bring us in for their gala, let us know. <laughs> Oh, it was super fun though. And again, I'll I'll do the whole vlog, I'll include a little bit of footage as much as I can get away with. And um yeah. As long as it's under a minute or you are commenting about it, you can do whatever. Okay. Under IP laws. You just have to comment. So you can do commentary or satire. That's how everyone gets away with. Okay, so side note for everyone. I am not a lawyer yet. And do not take this as personal legal advice, but common uh, legal concept is if there is copyright infringement or anything like that, you are allowed to comment on a video or add commentary or or add satire to it. You have to alter it enough that it does not show the heart of the piece mm-hmm. or alter it enough that it shows that you are not recreating it or showing it in its entirety, you're fine. Well, I think that's why I got uh, away with the R&J commentary for this long. I have the f- almost the full ballet on YouTube of my yep. R&J, and it's because I added commentary to it. Yep. If you had commentary, you're fair game. That's however, I mean, so like if you go on YouTube and see people posting like reaction videos to things or whatever, they can't get pulled down for copyright because they're doing commentary. So they might get like a notice about it. And then all you have to do is push back and say, actually, it's not. Sorry. You just push the button saying I have right to do it. That's how like um, Amy Schumer, when she did the Princess Leia satire, like cover photo with whatever, with like, it was, it kind of was a satire of the thing and did like inside jokes with whatever objects were around her as Princess Leia. It was allowed to, everyone's like, how can you do that with the, with the rights to star wars and it's like because it's satire how do you think snl does all that it's all right. satire it's satire so it's That's fair game okay okay yeah cool so even if it's like um commentary like underneath like in writing yeah it can it can work yeah like i said do i am not your lawyer so don't take whatever i say as personal legal advice that's my legal um advisory there there you go. That has to be included in the podcast because I said that. There you go. Um, but if you want a great lawyer to listen to on YouTube, her name is Leisha, and she goes through and just explains like things that are happening in the news or like day to day things and how the law like really applies to it, and so you understand it. And it's she does a lot of stuff like this, hmm. and so like any, like copyright or uh, li- liability for um, you know spreading lies 
Uh, she's really great. I really like listening to her and I recommend her. Interesting. That's cool. my stories of the, of the thing. Cool. So what have you been up to this week since we did this? A whole lot of Dracula. A whole, mm. whole lot of Dracula. Sean is Jonathan um, in Dracula. Yes. I am Jonathan Harker in Dracula. Parker, Harper, Harker, Parker. whatever his name is. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, in Dracula. And because I don't work here half the time, past two weeks, <laughs> I have missed about five days of staging. Um, so I played catch up real fast. And and now we have David Nixon here in person. Um, because he's he runs um Northern Ballet. Oh, in Ireland. Dr- it's in Ireland. Northern Ballet is in isn't it? Yeah in the UK or somewhere. I mean, I guess technically Ireland's part, Ireland is part of like the UK, right? Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I think it's Ireland. He, oh, okay, so here's the deal. This is, I do not know geography. I was thinking Northern Ballet was somewhere on the Northern East Coast of the United States. Oh, it's in I'm England. It's in Leeds. Okay. okay, it's not in Ireland. It's in Leeds. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Still, it's overseas and I had yeah. no clue. So I literally, in the middle of rehearsal day, because he's been really great i really enjoy working with him a lot um because he has his company there now he's taken this version he he made it on ballet met originally his dracula 20 years ago Hmm. so it is now he does an updated revamped version of like this is the base he's altered and improved upon it and I, i really like the changes but in return the original version was being staged on us by um, Hisham, who was one of the original Draculas here and everything else. Him and his wife, Olivia, they were in the company. And we're, mm, she wasn't the original uh, Nina. Uh, wait, whatever Nina. her name is. What is it? Nina. Nina but she did it, but she was the original, like in the original cast and then became Nina, the main Nina later on. He was one of the original Draculas. And so they were staging it on us. So now Nixon's in here and we're having, and he's like trying to pull some of the new stuff in to apply to us because he's updated all the sets and costumes as well. We're mm-hmm. keeping our made for Ballet Met one. So there's whatever. So it's been kind of nice to actually like work with him in the merging of the two, seeing like, what can we apply? What can't we for whatever reason? And yeah, so it's been a lot. Uh, and I did not realize how um, hard minimal dancing but high detailed movement and storytelling really is on my body i'm very mm. tired and then doing a lot of hard dancing for later on days it's just been yeah so yeah we've, we've been doing do that. you do a lot in this ballet yeah i did like they always like they were saying the men in particular do a lot like the jonathan does a lot and dracula does a lot and i think it was just the staging schedule about stuff um we hadn't got to a lot of my scenes or whatever. So I was like, oh, uh, I don't do that much. And then once I got back and when I was gone for those like right before the weekends for your, the wedding, guesting wedding and everything else yeah. it was all six hour Jonathan Dracula days. So oh, it was like no. nothing to like six hours, six hours, six hours. And it was a lot. I was like, ooh, I, I do do a lot. And then now with the update and everything else, I just didn't realize how much I do. I mean, like we spent three hours today in total on just Jonathan Dracula and the, the three vampire brides oh wow like j- I didn't realize how and how big that scene really is and how long it goes for and, and then the details and he is very particular about little things which is great but he he was trying to explain to himself he's like he's like no I'm a I'm really trying to, I'm a storyteller with classical movement so it's like everything is like emotionally based for him and story based, mm. but not in like the John, like um, when I did the R&J from Monte Carlo, uh, yeah. John Christophe, he's very emotionally movement based. Huh. So like you get away with not a full real position, but like whatever this Nixon's like, can you make a prettier position when you do it with that same intention? <laughs> and I was like, thanks for, thanks for calling me out. Yeah. He's like, you're losing your technique right here, Sean. I see you have it. I watch you in class. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm struggling. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm trying? (laughs) Right? And he's like, you're so pretty, but why are you making that ugly position? That's like what Sydney said. What was her line this weekend? That's a nice position. That's really really nice, but let's make it a real position. Or that's really pretty or really beautiful. Can we put it in a real position? Yeah. 
That's how she explained you as a child. That's really beautiful, but can we put a real position, put it into a real position? Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. I love how she was telling us about like old little girls talking about you and being saying like, oh, but Catherine, she, it's so natural. And she just is so effortless and it just like happens. And, and she's like, but it didn't. But it didn't, nope. <laughs> apparently some of the girls like oh well you know Catherine morgan she can just do everything and she could always do everything and sydney was like no she couldn't <laughs> she was a mess <laughs> she had no turnout she had terrible posture but she got there so and then, and then the um either like the who what what's it, the stage manager guy is his name paul paul yeah no who yeah was paul. like right when we got up there he was like I knew you'd be the first one here, like always. Yeah. Because we were literally almost always the first ones at the theater and the last ones to leave. And he's like, He was like, Well, Miss Katie, nothing's changed. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I used to be the first one there and the last one to leave. And it's still the same thing. I don't know. I've always been like that. And he was even saying that when he hears the girls talk about you or whatever, he was like, Yeah, but she put in the work. Are you willing to put in the work? And she put in all that work. Did you put the work in? And now as I tell the story where I'm like, I didn't run it till the show, <laughs> till dress rehearsal. But, you know, it's because you put all the years into work and then you can not run it until the dress rehearsal. So, yeah, but, well, but I'm what glad you, that. What have you been up to this week, though, since, um, we, since you've been back? Since I've been back, we actually moved into our new house. So Monday night was the first night in the new house. It's nice. still a disaster. Not everything is there because a lot of our stuff is still at Chris's parents' house. But at least we're in there now. And the bed is there so we can sleep there. We still need to do a grocery run. But, like, <laughs> we're getting there. So, yeah, we're in our new house. And I still am, like, sick. I still am on Mucinex and stuffy. If you can't hear it, my voice. But, yeah. You just also been did another big major thing, though, this week, too. Today's Thursday. You might have released launch something. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Today. Oh my god. <laughs> Today. Are you doing so much that you don't even remember you did a huge big thing again? Yeah. Yeah. I launched Ooh. a leotard line today. That's today. We are we are recording this on Thursday, October thirteenth, and that is the day I launched my leotard line and people seem very excited about it and gotten a lot of positive feedback. We have gotten a little bit of criticism saying that we only go up to 2XL, but you guys have to remember, and yes, we want to expand the size range, but I just want to go ahead and clarify here. The problem with the dance world is that the patterns only go so high. Um, When you make leotards, you have to go by patterns. And so you don't really invent your patterns. You invent your styles, but the patterns are what they are for the manufacturers. And so the manufacturers only go up to 2XL. So we have to create new patterns in order to go to up to 3XL and 4XL, which is my goal. So we couldn't, but you couldn't start off that way because new patterns take a lot of time and they're very expensive. So we wanted to at least start. So the leotard goes from adult extra small to adult 2XL, and I'm hoping to expand to 3XL and 4XL. But it's actually very, very time consuming. The fashion industry is very, very time consuming. Yeah. Have you ever... um... Have you talked to Julia at all from, well, you know her from Miami. I know her from P&B and LA Ballet and stuff. Cause she has Oh yeah, Jewel. she's still doing her thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And she, her pieces think... are gorgeous and they're very different yeah. from mine. So I'm all about like, let's all work together. And her pieces are, her vision is very different from mine. So um, I'm just talking about like sharing like a pattern idea or whatever, or see yeah. where, you know, yeah. cause I don't know what. Well, and the other I, thing about, still... go ahead. I was like, you should have to do men's tights though, because that's a big thing. I know. Giovanni just did some. I know. I kind of want to. I, I want to try some to see. Giovanni Furlong. But his, his look very much like him. He like all the unitards. I'm like not me. But if I had his body, I would wear a unitard every day as well. Um, yeah. and the tights look really nice. No, I'm excited to try them. To no, see. I'll do. I'll probably expand into men's. I would also like to do this entire run in black. That's the that's the next project. I'd love to do that soon. Um, Cause they're all colored, but you know, there's, there's lots of places we can go with this. I'm just excited that we just launched it. It was an ordeal. It was an investment. It was an undertaking, but yeah, we did it. And it's a risk. It's, it's a huge risk. It's always. a huge risk. I think, I think dance wears a huge risk because like, we all know the market is yeah 
is needed for mm-hmm. one affordable quality dancewear that people like and enjoy because like there are brands now that we've all go to yeah that cost has jumped up so much and the well and that's the problem down. with with mine I'm not happy with the cost but it's what I had to do to make a profit mine are very expensive but it's what I had to do to actually get money out of them because of how much yeah. you have to invest in it so am I happy it's, with my price no I'm not but but they but you have to make sure also because the dance where I I feel like in, in the dance where line is like like I said there's go-to brands mm-hmm. and that's like da, 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 da. so to get in and to actually get like it takes a bit the word has to spread people have to see them on in studios and right. people wearing them and it has to kind of like because do you remember like when Yumiko started it was kind of little yeah and like people were like hustling them on the side almost for like the custom order that you had to like yes wait about, like you know it was like a thing and mm-hmm. it was and there's all those other brands that came in to kind of do the whole custom thing that never never took off because to Yumiko on. was the first yeah it's just one of those things that's like you gotta it's a it's it's a time process yeah for sure it's gonna take some time I'm excited to see them yeah I know Kaylee, Kaylee's, Kaylee's excited for them she's like I'm so long and larger like like because <laughs> she because she's so tall and long she's like it's either like it fits and doesn't cover my butt <laughs> yeah yeah or it's a little too short in the torso yeah and then like she, her long sleeve ones are like a little little tight well, and that's the thing about dancewear sizing too it's like in normal clothes I'm usually an extra small in dancewear I'm a medium so everything's yeah. already like for teeny tiny people and then you it's just very it's a very strange we're I'm learning a lot let's put it that way oh I'm sure yeah but that but happened that's, today I'm, I know I didn't even remember it <laughs> by the way I, oh yeah, I did start a fashion line. <laughs> They're right over there. They're right behind today. me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw them. That's why I was like, oh. Yeah. Wait, did the skirts come out yet too or just the loose Yeah, the skirts, are, the skirts are out too. The new waistbands, the nice thick non-digging waistbands. Yeah, they're they're there too. So what all do you have right now in the first round? You have leotards? Six leotards, skirts. six skirts. That's it. Six, wait, six skirts? Six skirts. Are they all different styles? They're all the same style, different colors. So each leotard oh, okay. has a corresponding skirt. Okay, okay. And yeah. knowing me, like I said in the launch video that I just put up, I will do all six fairy solos in all six fairy leotards because they're all based on the fairies. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So knowing me, that's what I will do. But yeah, that's been our week. Um, I will, I do, now that things have settled down, I want to get back to our regularly scheduled programming and do this once a week and read your stories and all the things. Thank you so much, you guys, for putting up with us and being patient while we kind of had a month of weirdness because of me, not because of Sean, because of me. Um, Some life-changing events all happening at once. But Should we throw out a what version of stories you want to hear from next? Yes. Yes. What are, what, are, what, are, what are we thinking? Because I was like, oh, we should do like guesting stories. But I don't know how many people have guesting stories, like like crazy guesting stories. But people, those kind of come out of the woodwork. They do kind of come out of the woodwork. If you have a, a situation where even if it's like a, a one-time only show that you were in a different place or different, you know, didn't know where, you, like if it was at some random like weird like mall or something, I don't know, like a one and done kind of deal. If you have any one and done weird show stories, send them to yeah. backstagebanterkm at gmail.com. Yeah. One and done guestings or tour stories. What about yes. a tour story? Oh, I got Any some tour stories. I'll save those for next week. We also are going to get, um, I want to, I always want to say Sally, but it's not. Sydney. Sydney. She has stories. She has stories. When she told me back <laughs> in New York, under David Howard, and then she was the personal assistant to Jerome Robbins. Yeah. Oh boy, was I like, you're coming on our podcast. Yep. The podcast of stories. And she's like, and oh, even I standing there at stories. the party, she just like started, and I have stories I had never heard. Like, I, you know, as a young one, she never really threw it around. I knew she was with David Howard, but she was like very, very, very young when she was Jerome Robbins' personal assistant, and she never used it. Like, she was not about to use that to help me get to New York. Like, it, you know what I mean? So she very rarely used it. 
but she just I was just like oh my gosh like whoa it's just cool. like she was telling us about uh she says Jerry because she's <laughs> working uh-huh. under him um uh-huh. when he came in and saw the flowers on her desk and he was like why do you have flowers on your desk she's like yeah. uh Leonard Bernstein or the composer sent them to her as like a don't feel so bad he's mean to everyone yeah thing. like <laughs> yeah I was like who the f- gets flowers from that from Leonard Burn from Lenny which Lenny I don't know I yeah. think it was Lenny Lenny Bernstein I was like we need to hear things who is the composer of West Side Story for those oh, who yeah, don't know thing. yeah I didn't know and that. many other things yeah so we'll we'll get her on at some point and I still, I keep saying this. I still want to get Ryan Mar- Marks on because he's the one that was a Disney prince. Yes, we need the Disney stories. We yeah. need the Disney stories. So we, Sean and I have like our ballet Broadway and then we have our Disney. <laughs> oh, I should reach out to Jim because I met Jim's friend, um, Ara, Aria, Aria, like the, I, uh, I can't remember which one it was. I met her when we were in Disney. Her and her sister used to work at Disney. I actually danced with her younger sister, SAB. She was at Houston Ballet with Jim. And before that, oh. she was like, grow, she she grew up in like in Anaheim, like Orange County. Her parents run or own, they own Anaheim Ballet or run. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's the one that told me, because she used to do Ariel and Fantasmic. So she's the one that told me about Prince Eric carrying her down and like all that stuff. And then, so, oh, we could do like her and I, maybe I should reach out to Jim and see if she, her and Ryan could be on together. Oh, so that was cool. Ryan was Prince Eric. He was Prince Eric and, uh, no, he was, I'm sorry. He was Charming and Philip. Oh, Prince Charming okay. yeah, and Prince Philip. And when you see him too, like when I was dancing with him, I, you look at his face and you're like, oh yeah, you're a, <laughs> you're a Disney prince. Like you really are. <laughs> Your perfect little sculpted face. <laughs> like it's just like, oh, okay. Um, you know what I would love to, Sean? Put it out there. If anybody has connections to Disney, if Sean and I could somehow like, I don't know, go dance at Disney or teach a master class for Disney or something. <laughs> Can you imagine like guest performers in Fantasmic? Can you, well, wouldn't you die? I don't know. <laughs> Being Prince Eric in Fantasmic was what I wanted to do for my high school summer job for years. I was I'd like, be your I, Ariel. Only, I'd be down. The, right. The only spot I ever wanted, I was like at Disney, I always want to be Prince Eric in Fantasmic. Prince uh-huh. Eric in Fantasmic. That or the Peter Pan in Fantasmic. One of the two. Oh, it's pirates now. I know, useless, but Prince Eric is still there. So yeah, if anybody knows anybody we can contact, let us know. <laughs> Just put it out there. Anyway, thanks for listening, you guys. We really, again, we really appreciate your patience on all this, and uh, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming next time. So bye, y'all. Thanks, guys. Bye.